Hey, guys. Welcome to the Horrible Movie Podcast. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for tuning in, if you will, to this episode. Uh, what a great episode. What a great guest mm-hmm. we have today. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Stephen Price. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing great, man. Um, you are live in Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky. Home of the Cardinals. Home of the Louisville Cardinals. Home of... Louisville City FC, uh, professional semi-pro soccer team, home of the Kentucky Derby, is KFC, home of bourbon. Is KFC originally from Louisville? Uh, ish, yeah. I think like um, it's some some it's a town not too far from okay. Louisville where um, it was born. Yes, some, yes. But now KFC, as you know, is rolled up into Yum Brands. Yeah, which is not, I won't mm-hmm. get into that. There, yeah, maybe, we don't have to get into. Maybe that. they're a potential sponsor, but. Mm. <laughs> Anyway, so check it out. Um, Steven, you and I have known each other for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, folks, if you want to check out Steven's work, uh, he's on WebMD right now, um, <laughs> popping and locking and helping people yep. with their vestibular issues, nice. fixing, fixing vertigo. <laughs> he's on there. Go to WebMD. What's it called? The What, what maneuver? Uh, you, could, you could either search under Samont, S-E-M-O-N-T, or okay. Epley. E P L E Y, and you'll you're see. Gonna video- find, uh, you're gonna find some pictures. Is there a video or just pictures? Just pictures. Yeah, but man, what a great picture! You're, I mean, I mean, I'm just saying this. Uh, I'm a happily married man, but you're, uh, you're a great looking dude. And on WebMD, <laughs> I'm sure that. people are like, check out this guy on WebMD. <laughs> anyway, okay. So, um, <clears throat> with all that weirdness said, um, yeah, okay. let's, Listen, embrace um, the weirdness. Embrace the weirdness. Um, Stephen, things are going good. Things are going well. Just uh, was home uh, back in the Ozarks, Mountain View. You got it. Uh, for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. our our fair home uh, where we grew up, where we did our growing up. Our mountain home. Look, so it was Mountain View. People ask me where I'm from. Yeah, people ask me where I'm from, and I'll say, and, and or they remember it's Mountain something, and I always get like Mountain Grove or Mountain Home or whatever. Yeah, and that I was know. Mountain View. It's, yeah. Yeah. Good to be back, though. Same. Um, yeah, it's always good to get back there. Yeah, um, we went to Louisiana for Thanksgiving, so which was uh, where this movie was filmed mm-hmm. in uh, Baton Rouge. But we went to Monroe area. But I'm Baton Rouge. Thank you, Garth. Um, are you Speaking a- of Garth Brooks? I just he has a <laughs> ten disc set box set on sale at Target for twenty nine ninety nine. Why not? How are they doing that? I don't. No one wants CDs anymore, so it's brand new. Right. Like it just came out. Well, it's, it came out like two weeks ago. It's all of his. It's all of his hits. Okay, well, like nine of the albums are hits, and they're like thematic. They're like in themes, and Chris, then and then Chris one Gaines, album is, is Chris Gaines is a, stuff on there. <laughs> no, there's a Chris Gaines. Yeah, oh, there's the Chris gosh. Gaines era one, oh. and then he's got like one new record, and I don't remember what it's called. But anyway, you can listen to Calvin Baton Rouge on there. I'm pretty sure. Operator, uh, okay. So speaking of music. It's now time for the song of the week. This week, appropriately, appropriately, the song of the week is a song called Left Behind by a band called the Death Valley Drivers. And here it is, song of the week, Left Behind.
All right. Um, next up, oh, we've man. got. I, rem- I remember seeing you guys play that live numerous times. What are you talking about, you guys? All right. So, um, <laughs> so next up, we have we have a um, awesome segment. All of my fan mail, all of our fan mail comes from this segment and the next one as well. Um, and it's called Time for Some Deets. Left Behind, directed by one Vic Armstrong. Vic. Vic. Uh, produced by Michael Walker and Paul Lalonde. Written by oh, Paul. Lalonde, maybe? Well, maybe Lalonde. I heard Vic Armstrong's a, uh, I was looking up, uh, looking up a little bit of deets myself. No, I, go I heard he's like a stunt guy. Action he's a stunt guy star. turned director. Mm-hmm. Vic Armstrong? Yeah. It's Billy Joe Armstrong's dad from Green Day? No, okay. Never mind. Sunday, uh, Sunday Horse. He directed Left Behind, Joshua Tree, nineteen ninety three. Check this out. He is the stunt double for Harrison Ford in Star Wars: Return of the Jedi. What? Yep. Isn't that cool? It's awesome. Um, was he frozen? Yeah, he was unfrozen out of carbonite, probably. Um, Vic, tricky. Vic that was his Armstrong. only stunt. That was actually, his only in the stunt. Movie was was that um let's see what else we have he was also the double for harrison ford in all three of the first indian jones films this guy must look exactly like harrison he has a good look apparently uh uh, paul i want to have a single ear piercing (laughs) (laughs) probably probably so cloud 10 pictures director is or the producer of this movie is paul alonde and he really just has this going on. He does some. Uh, he does a lot of production on Christian films uh, and inspirational films, and um, he Paul. definitely, yeah, Paul Lalonde, maybe Lalonde, like you said. Also written by John, uh, written by Paul Lalonde, written by John Paytas, Alan B. McElroy. That's the story is uncredited for him, based on the Left Behind books, Tim yep. LaHaye and Jerry B. Jenkins. Those guys made a lot of money. They off made a lot books. of money off of uh, end times revelation stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And um, I'm not sure if they're pre or post millennials. Millennialists. Oh, I think. Well, that's a great. What What's the uh, dispensationalist? I think the uh, this definitely is a uh, pre-tribulation pre tribulation view. Pre tribulation. Pre trib rapture view. All right, so um, starring they're, they're proselytizing. They are proselytizing. Uh huh. And I would they get invited to CFO to talk? Oh, probably. I don't know. You think so? I think they would. Yeah. The guy that wrote the cabin, they had him there, so surely they oh, would yeah. invite this guy. These guys. Um. Anyway, I won't get into that. But uh, starring Nicholas Kim Coppola Cage. Nick Cage, friends. Mm-hmm. When Nick, when Nick Cage steps onto your, uh, your set, prepare to be wowed by his acting props. <laughs> um, Nick Cage. Also, you get the ever talented Chad Michael Murray. Triple name threat. Triple well, he's threat from right there. Tiger Beat Magazine. Uh, Chad Michael Murray plays Cameron <laughs> Buck Williams. Uh, he is in. What did we say he was in? Not Pretty Little Liars. He was in, not the Gilmore Girls reboot. What, what did I say he was in? 
He was probably. Someone in told a, me he was. You're going probably. He was probably in a movie with Hilary Duff at one point oh in time. Oh my gosh, Chad Michael Murray is in. There he is. He's less beardy there. How old is he? He's 35 years old. His beard was really patchy in this movie. It was patchy. Old Patch, Patch Adams, as friends call him. Um, left Behind. Let's see what else was he in. He's in Dawson's Creek, which wasn't your wife in an episode of Dawson's Creek. Isn't That's that, true. That That's is a true. Fun fact that is that is correct. Yes. Um, yep. He was Charlie Todd. He was in twelve episodes of Dawson's Creek. Yeah, you're, uh, and I'm being honest about that. His wife really was in an episode of Dawson's Creek. Yep. They used to vacation where it was filmed, and they were extras. She and her sister. She's got. They've I've got. Seen, I've they've seen got it. the look. I've seen the episode. They were wearing suspenders. The Hankins. The Hankins jeans. Was she just in mm-hmm. the background, like at a cafe or something, or? They were in a. It was like a school hallway, like yeah. between classes, and um, she dated. Were, like, she dated. You know, Pacey. There, there was like a conversation. She actually walked in front of the conversation between the camera and I don't know who was having the conversation. Um, walked in front, and um, and then was like in the background talking to somebody, holding books, looking very like high school. High schooly, yes. Um, he also was in. Twelve episodes of Gilmore Girls as well. This guy was so actually, oh. you know, Stephen. Stephen has a tie to high, a literal high, tie to High School Musical. Uh, well, actually, Rachel, your sister-in-law, yes. Rachel, actually has it because she owns Lucas Graybill. I'm saying his name right now. Finally, look how I've matured. <laughs> um, Good job. She owns his parents' old house. Right. That's correct. And they were yeah. both in an episode of Dawson's Freaking Creek. Yeah. Unbelievable, man. Yeah. It's, that's the man. bomb. I was in an yeah, episode of Hee Haw. You guys are talking to me. <laughs> I was in an episode of Hee Haw. I was the baby, <laughs> the baby in a manger. Uh, in the, never mind. Grandpa Jones was there. Um, Buck Owens. Okay, so also starring uh, the list of thousands. Cassie Tom Thompson, maybe the worst actress I've ever seen in a mo- major motion picture. Chloe, uh, action shots with a heart of gold. She keeps running. Um, um, Jordan yes. Sparks also is in this film as well. Uh, Speaking of High School Musical, uh, I was reading a little bit about this movie. Uh, Ashley Tisdale was in the running for um, the role of Chloe, which was played by Cassie Thompson. Actually had to pull out because uh, another obligation. But it was going to be Ashley Tisdale. uh, Don't you think she was probably pretty glad? (laughs) Yes. Um, I said this. No, I'll wait till we get into the actual synopsis before I say that. All right, so friends, uh, one other thing: yeah, go Lolo ahead. Jones was in this movie. Who? Lolo Jones, like the famous Olympic hurdler. Oh my! Like God. U.S. Olymp- yeah, she was. She was apparently the uh, like the... a ticket agent. Oh my gosh! There you go. Gosh, There's a lot of people in this movie. Yeah, Alec Ramey played uh, Hasid, who is. The Muslim guy, I mean, right? Am I saying that yes. right when I say that, that he the, was he was the little man? Uh, what a f- interesting character to cast. I don't know. Yeah, uh, that was unique to say the <laughs> least. Um, I I can't remember that character's name, but his character played little to no no amount. You know, what I'm saying it wasn't like he was. Um, yeah, here he is, Martin Kleba. Is uh, okay. that guy's name? Um, he's four six. He has a spouse. Uh, they have one son and one daughter. He's been in a lot of stuff. 
Yeah, he has been an occasional guest so. on the Howard Stern show. Uh, let's see. Car- Pirates of Caribbean. That's that's one you've seen him in. in oh, lot. that's it. Yes. Um, yes. He's in all of them, I think. Yep. He's in Jurassic World as a stunt performer. Uh, Ted 2 as Chucky. He's been in a lot of movies. That that guy right there is the classic. He he came to Hollywood or got in his first film, two thousand one, Planet of the Apes, two thousand one, wow. and this guy has been in a film every single year. He's been in Hollywood and sometimes multiple. He's in the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie. This is one of those guys that's been around Hollywood, and it's like you'd think, oh, well, you know, he probably makes no money. No, he probably is stinking loaded. Like, right. I mean, yeah, if you're in, the, if you read, if you saw this list of movies he's been in, you would. He uh, probably has a house in the hills. He was a dancer in uh, Austin Powers Gold member. Um, <laughs> of course, he was. He was. It's legit. <laughs> yeah, I'm being that for makes real. sense. All right. So, Stephen, now is the time for the number one segment. Oh. Actually, I skipped over this, by the way, folks. Uh, just so you know, uh, so you're aware, the box office for this movie was 14. Our budget was $16 million, and the box office was $14 million. So it lost on the books $2 million. Which every Do you know month. anyone that saw it in the theater? No. No. Yeah. No one's actually Somebody did. seen this. Um, no one saw this movie in the theater. Um, this is actually <laughs> fake. That's, those, are, those are paper tickets. They just handed them out. It's now time for everyone's favorite segment. I get the most fan mail, Stephen, for this segment oh, yeah? right here. You guys get a lot of fan mail. No, I mean, we do. Um, snail mail. Um, and yeah. we get it for this segment. It's called 30 Second Synopsis. And uh-huh. Stephen? I'm setting my own timer. Okay, I've got the, I have the uh, Timex Iron on. Man watch. It's ready. <clears throat> Are you ready, sir? He has 30 right. seconds, folks, to give us a 30 second synopsis of this movie. Steven, are you prepared? You stretched out? You ready to go? I'm ready to go. And go. All right, so uh, Chloe uh, is coming home from college, and uh, she wants to surprise her dad for a birthday, but her dad is leaving on a flight to London at the last minute, and she has this frustrating conversation with her mom, who is this Jesus freak now, and so she ends up... Uh, her dad ends up going on this flight, and he's a pilot, and this famous cameraman uh, is on that same flight. And, oh, my gosh, I only have 22 seconds. And, um... The- <laughs> You've done this before. High School Musical, you the killed The rapture it. <laughs> happens. The rapture happens while they're on the flight. All chaos breaks out. The girl is still on the ground, the daughter, and she is the savior that helps the pilot, her dad, and famous Buck... Land the plane, <laughs> and they get off the plane, and they realize yeah. that the whole world has changed. Yeah, it's only the beginning. And stop, fifty-nine <laughs> seconds, man. I don't even. How do, how do people do that in thirty seconds? You did it in thirty seconds last time. You did it. High School Musical. You killed it. You and... lost your touch, sir. Oh. Um. <laughs> famous Buck. <laughs> it's like a restaurant. Ah, uh, where should we go today? Cracker Barrel. Well, I know famous bucks. <laughs> famous Buck Williams. Isn't there, isn't there um, uh, Jay Bucks or and famous? Well, it used um, to be Jay Bucks, and it's closed, right? I'm sure. Well, there may be. There's probably still something in St. Louis that's that. Oh, Jay Bucks. Yeah, Jay Bucks. Yeah, well, there used to be a Jay Bucks in Springfield. Now it's Who Hot. Who we'd love to have as a sponsor for this show. Um, um, uh, and Jay Bucks, famous Dave's. 
got famous Dave's and now famous Bucks. Um, okay, so check it out, Stephen. Yeah, it's time for five point plot. We're gonna go back through the movie, uh, and uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about this movie, folks. Plot point number uno, number one: Chloe and Buck act their way to greatness. <laughs> I'm telling you folks, Chloe in this movie, I, I mean, there's a big drop-off, apparently, from Ashley Tisdale to Chloe getting this role here. Which What was her? What was his actor's name? Thomas? Last name's Thompson? Cassie something? Cassie, Cassie Thompson. Thompson. Mm-hmm. Cassie yeah, Thompson. I've never seen her in anything. Well, and you won't again. She was a UCA <laughs> to the University of Central Arkansas in oh, Conway. Arkansas. Yeah. Never heard seen that in a movie. Um, maybe that's where LaHaye went to college. And that where Scotty Pippen played hoops? He did. He did. Um, and, uh, yeah, UCA, baby. Um, did she have an accent in this? Or, like, did she sound oh. American? Yeah. She's born in Australia. So oh, she really? Was, she was doing an accent. Why the didn't they just movie? let her be Australian and be like, oh, Leah Thompson actually is from Australia, but she lost her accent because... A so was her, was her American accent really bad? She no. just, her acting was very stone. Oh. Like she was very not. You know, she, her acting was very static. Sta- uh, just like she had a really good running scene, though. Oh man, I'm so excited about talking about that one. All <laughs> right, so Chloe is a student from University of Central Arkansas. She flies home just to see her daddy, Nick Cage, uh, who plays what's his character's name in this? It's um. Raymond? Raymond. I'm going to refer to him, but guys. Rayford. Sorry. He's he's Raymond Rayford, Rayford, whatever it is. Rayford, whatever his name is. Uh, If you've read the books, you know who I'm talking about. But in this, in this pod, and on this show, he is Nick Cage. Okay. So when I I say him, it's Nick Cage. Yeah. She she flies home to see Nick Cage on his birthday. Um, She um, she comes, sees him, meets him at the airport. Okay. Actually, Mm -hmm. she does. She go home first. No, she's at the airport. Because I think she, goes she calls her mom and yes. finds out that her dad's left on a flight, and so she changes. She like decides to go to the airport. Yes, and now her mom yeah. is played by Leah Thompson, uh, which she has been in a lot of stuff. We'll go over that. Oh yeah, Leah Thompson's been in a lot of stuff. That was a big credit, credible actor that they got for this. Um, so they meet. Uh, so she's at the uh, airport walking along, and I'm gonna under- I understand something, folks. I just understand this. Um, I'm, I'm, when I say this and I'm talking about this movie, I'm, I'm a Christian. I'll say I'm a Christian. Um, and I'm, when I talk about this, understand where I'm coming from when I say this. Okay. Buck Williams is this, uh, adventure journalist is what I wrote down. He's an adventure journalist. He is like a, uh, Matt Lauer, but if Matt Lauer jumped out of planes and, uh, rock climbed and scaled things. Yeah. He's like, um. Yeah, he's like a like a uh, Anderson Cooper meets Bear Grylls. Yes, very good. That's that's a great analogy. Buck Williams is there, and he's very famous because he's got a crowd around him. And there is a, a and it's very obvious. She immediately starts talking about being a Christian. This Christian lady, as I put in my notes here, starts immediately asking him about his beliefs, which is very. Thing. But here's what I'm saying, though. Like I have no issue with that, but yeah, it's just. Likewise. The building of a relationship there is not there, and it's he is on the spot immediately. Like, like the tone of the movie is kind of weird because it's like, are you trying to, 
are you trying are you, to make are you trying people, to send a message? Yeah, what's yes. the message? Are you trying to say that this is that she's going to nag you into? But it's weird. Like the tone it's is wrong scene. there. What well, that was weird. But it happens it's again later scene. with with uh, Chloe's mom too. And it's like the tone is weird. And so you don't get this like, like, like you know, the first ones, I remember when they came out, the first movies like this, uh, you had youth groups going to them and uh, Bible study groups would go to these things. Whole church groups would go mm-hmm. see the movies. Churches would buy out theaters. Yes. And I feel like maybe that's what they were hoping for this. But the tone is so like. Well, Nick Cage you, does bring the Christian crowd, you know. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> weird. Anyway, so he basically, he's defending himself. Chloe is very anti, I don't say anti-Christian, but she kind of is because her mom has bought, has bought into being a Christian, right? Her mom uh, has, uh, I think they said, uh, drunk the Kool-Aid. There you go. There you go. That's what it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and she so, is, yeah. She's all in. Yeah. And so basically, though, Chloe then basically, basically comes in, swoops in. And kind of beats this woman down, and so like the tone of the movies is so weird because of that. It is, it is, and like, and then she gets respect from everybody it's from like, Buck Williams, yeah. from Chad Michael Murray, and yeah. uh, and thus begins a a beautiful relationship mm-hmm. between Buck and Chloe. It's a they're they're immediately uh, I don't want to say smitten, but they're definitely interested oh, in yeah. each other here. Um, oh yeah. Pan to then they're standing there talking after this brutal interaction with this lady, and the <laughs> in the crowd of people that are chanting Buck's name. Um, anyway, um, Nick Cage with his rolly suitcase comes up the escalator talking to this flight attendant. Mm-hmm. Who, by the way, the movie early on does show the flight attendant and Nick, flight attendant getting out of her car, Nick Cage getting out of his car, and them having a little brief kind of. Looky loo at each other. Looky loo, yeah, yeah. Looky look, like, like a little oh, look. Like, and so yeah. you're led to believe something's amiss there. Something's going on. Oh, absolutely. On. Yeah, yeah uh, he he drops his uh, wedding ring in his in his uh, oh, uh, middle console and Nick. eyes eyes old flight mm-hmm. attendant and yes, and they and they come up the escalator together, and he sees Chloe from a distance, and he, what are you doing here? Well, I'm yeah, here for your yeah, birth- flight attendant's I'm, wearing his hat. He quickly grabs it back from her. Yes, yes. And, and then she wanders off. Takes his aviators off. Yes, and, and she wanders off. What's, what the heck's happening? Uh-huh. Um, the flight attendant does. Because I guess that he hasn't told her that he's actually married, which is a bad choice. Um, uh, so they uh, see in the airport she can't really talk or he can't really talk to her because he's got to leave on a flight to go to London, correct? That's right. That's correct. Now, as they're standing there, yes. As they're standing there, an airport worker. Okay, okay, rewind. Dad walks off. I'll see you when I get back. Um, no, I just came to see you for now, basically, and and I won't be here when you get back. Um, basically, then Buck and her are standing there, and as they're standing there, an airport worker rolls up in a golf cart. Do you remember this scene? I remember this scene. Um, the airport worker says, "Hey, Chloe," <laughs> like it's some Disney show. They just got up an airport. Like, what's happening? Everybody knows everybody. everybody it's like it's, it's the stinking Sandpiper Air cheers of airports here. Everyone knows your name. Hey, Chloe, I got your dad's U2 tickets for that concert in London. 
oh, what? Dad's going to what? A U2 concert? <laughs> and so she then knows that something's up. With, well, uh, especially because the worker says, the golf cart lady says, yeah, it took me weeks to get him. Oh, my God. And, you know, she was supposed to believe that her dad was just just at the last minute called out on a flight. Mm. And she wanted to surprise him for his birthday, mm. and she's crestfallen. She is crestfallen. Ooh, crestfallen. Very good. <laughs> um, so she scribbles on the tickets. She says, what well, you'd find out later, she writes, this is the saddest day of my life. <laughs> On the envelope. <laughs> She's very, uh, Chloe is on emotional. The, She's an emotional the, person. On the envelope, it has, it has Buck Williams uh, give them to uh, her father because, of course, Buck and her dad are on the same flight to London. Buck. So um, basically at this point, she said, Chloe, though, at this point, sits down in the, and Buck and her talk about life and uh, just about everything. Oh, yeah. they, they really hit it off really well. Um, and then they exchange phone numbers, correct? They do. Which they do. comes in handy at the end of the movie. Um, Chloe then goes home. We get to see Leah Thompson. You know Leah Thompson. You know she was in Back to the Future and Howard the Duck. And her mom uh, is Leah, her mom, Leah Thompson. She Howard. has become a devout Christian. A devout yeah. Christian. And um, I don't know how much guilt. She doesn't throw as much shade at... At Chloe as as uh, the one lady was thrown at Buck for correct, you know, she throws motherly shade. She does. You you know you need to really think about think about this. Um, Chloe's not having any of it. Yes, um, man, she's really devout, and uh, they but they kind of again they kind of block her in that box that Christians are. Gonna guilt you to death. That's not my experience, Stephen. Yeah, is that your experience? That's not my experience. That's not my experience. So, anyway, this lady's experience was that way, though. All right. So, um, we segue back onto the plane. Buck, like all of us, goes straight to the cat to the uh, up to where the pilot's at uh, in the cockpit. And hands off U2 tickets. I've done this many times. Yeah. To pilots. Yeah, not always a U2 show, but I mean, you know. Uh, the something. Cure. Sometimes There's always something cure to get tickets. to pilots. <laughs> sometimes it's The Cure. Uh, sometimes it's a Kenny Chesney ticket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets big big stadium shows now. Yes, he yeah. does. He's big time. And uh, anyway, he goes up there, and uh, Nick, Nick Cage knows the jig is up because he says, Wait, Chloe saw you get, Chloe saw you get these tickets? Oh, no. So was he going to get on the flight without talking to this worker? Like, was Nick Cage, who set up this whole romantic London U2 concert? Um, romantic U2 concert. <laughs> I don't know. New, it's a great question. He just was going to leave? He That's was weird. just so flabbergasted that his daughter had seen him flirty flirting with the yes, flight attendant. that he, he couldn't do anything. He had to he get out of the office. He forgot, and he just got on the flight. Yeah. Okay, this brings us to plot point number two. This is the biggest plot point. Disappearing act. The plane gets to about 50,000 feet. They get to cruising speed. Uh, Nick Cage is drinking some coffee. and um, Or tea. Could be tea. And they um, the plane jars, and there's some massive turbulence. Uh, and there's the most massive turbulence ever because many people on the plane just disappear. And I'm talking, gone. they're gone. Their clothes 
are all that's left because they are moving on up. Moving on up. Yeah. And um, way, way up. Uh, Passengers that are left, including um, the guy from... uh, the little, the one guy, the smaller guy, and then um, yeah. uh, <laughs> another guy who is an actor who's a character actor from the eighties. I saw him in a oh. billion eighties movie. You know what I'm saying? The Texas guy, the it's Texas that, guy. Yeah, the older guy, and yeah. he's in a billion eighties movies. A Muslim named Hasid, um, <laughs> Jordan Sparks, <laughs> no joke. Buck Williams, our crafty cameraman that's with a heart of gold, and a and some nerdy guy. Some and, nerdy guy, yeah. yeah some nerdy guy. Yeah. And uh, they have various conversations. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. And and the and the the older woman with dementia. That is true. Who yes. says, Thank God we're home at one point. <laughs> anyway. How does she well, never mind. No, stop. <laughs> not, not gonna get into the minutiae of this. Um so that's funny. Um, so, and there are others too. Um, there's a blonde lady. Mm-hmm. She's I don't on there. Know what her deal is. She ends up talking down um, Jordan in a bit, but I won't get into that. That scene and then the running scene are my two favorite scenes of the whole. Oh my gosh! Stinking movie. <laughs> my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, so they're on the plane and they start to have these conversations. Well, first of all, they want to mutiny and charge the cabin or whatever. Yeah. And uh, so. Nick Cage is in the is in the cockpit. What's going on? What am, what's happening? What's that? What's going on? No one's responding on the on the com on the com link. Where are we at? Starship Starship Enterprise. <laughs> no one's responding on on the uh, mic or the, to you know air traffic control. Yeah. And uh, man, it's hitting it. Man, it's hitting the fan quick. Um, mm. On the ground, Chloe had before everyone disappeared had taken her little brother to the mall. Yeah. Um, he wanders off, and she thinks he's missing, and then she finds him. And uh, he was looking at a drone, which I thought that was kind of oh, funny. Yeah. The drone's working. And then all of a sudden, shes they're hugging each other, telling how much they love each other. And in her arms, he disappears. Poof. Just like that. Uh, and you know what she is then? She's left, left behind. behind. Um, so then um, <laughs> she is just distraught, which wouldn't you be? Wouldn't you be? You I know, would. If I would, I, you know what I'm saying. You're hugging your sibling. <laughs> You're hugging a sibling, and they just disappear. and then just close, just <laughs> close. That's it. Just close. Just close. And um, she is beside herself, which again I would be as well. Um, and then the I, world just loses their mind. Oh, it goes postal, postal. Huge. Yeah, the world just. Loses it. My favorite part of this scene, though, that he disappears, and all of a sudden she looks up, and there are clothes falling down from above her. But then I thought, were people leaning over the edge? Oh, that's right. Why are they falling down from above? It's at the mall, right? Yeah, at the mall. (laughs) Where were they they leaning over something? Right, I don't know. I, I don't know point. what happened there. That was weird. I was like, oh, we understand. They all disappeared. There's clothes. But why are they dropping jeans on her head here? Anyway. There's a lot of people updress- undressing upstairs. Yeah, well, seriously. I'm not sure where we we're at there. Um, that then brings us very speedily to plot point number three. Do you know, plot point number three's title is Leah Thompson was in Back to the Future and Howard the Duck. Um, <laughs> in the plane, Nick Cage and the flight attendant. 
have a heart to heart. And they talk. Mm-hmm. He finally breaks down and admits to her that he is married. I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry, but uh, I'm Nick Cage. And I thought this would be fine. But I got found <laughs> out. And then everyone on earth disappeared. Did I mention I was Nick Cage? Um, so he admits it. And he also has figured out, I think I know why everyone's disappeared. I know. She told me about this. She told me this would happen. And so here it is. The moment of truth is he asks, I don't know, it's because one of the flight attendants, one of the other flight attendants, the good girl that wasn't having an affair, um, disappeared. And so the the pretty little thing flight attendant bad girl went and got bad girl went and got um all of her all of the disappeared flight attendants belongings and brought them to nick cage and he's looking through things well first of all he was looking at his co-pilot who also disappeared his things and found a watch that said on the face of the watch john 316 yes i love it that was telltale sign number one you knew it you knew it telltale sign number two he's leafing through like a journal or a little notebook or something that the flight attendant kept with her and he opens it up and he finds it says bible study tuesday eight o'clock and that's that's all you need to know and at that moment (laughs) well he's putting the context clues together with, with those two pieces of evidence this is the same person, guys, because it's the same person that has stolen the Declaration of Independence, <laughs> has figured out the um, the uh, Masons' gold, where it's at. Mm-hmm. So this is a minor mystery to solve. Right. You make solid right. points. Very. Yes. <laughs> I give him high praise for what he does here. Um, he's figured out. Now, I will say this. In defense of the flight attendant, Blondie. Yeah. Here's the thing. She, she did not know he was married. Oh, absolutely. So really, she just thinks they're having going to go see Bono and the Edge in yeah, London. Have a good weekend in London. They're going to have absolutely. fun. It's fine. And she didn't know. So I'm saying, I'm. She's not on that end of it. I mean, she. I guess she didn't. Get taken up into the clouds here, so yeah, I'm, she's not. So she's I'm, not as pure as you're, she's as you're making her out to be, uh, Jack. Yeah. You know, I'm, she's I'm, a so, serial so Well, anyway, long story short. So I guess I'm just trying to say I feel bad for her in that aspect. So is yeah, she was played? Nick Cage's character is he the only one that figures out it was the Christians that disappeared? Um, no, later, somebody, the blonde lady in the blondie. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. The other blondie in the who had sunglasses on. Was she blonde? I think she was supposed to be like a movie star or something. We didn't do our research on that character, apparently. Yeah. Then again, a lot of the ca- the people that were in the cabin are the ex- extra people that are just like, oh, it's it. That's story C for this movie. Absolutely. There's story A is probably Chloe. I think story A is probably Chloe. Mm-hmm. And then story B is Nick Cage. And then story C is the cabin people. And there are little weird tiffs and arguments, um, which, uh, let's see. We're not quite ready for that yet. Flight attendant, they have a heart-to-heart. Um, Chloe makes her way back to, um, back to her house. Again, Chloe's despondent at this point, just beside mm. herself. Mm-hmm. She, makes, she makes it back to her house. She hears the shower on. She has a baseball bat in her hand. She hears a shower on, and she sees she finds her mom's jewelry 
in the bottom of the shower. Leah Thompson has... She realized she needed to get out of this movie so badly <laughs> that she just disappeared in this situation. Uh, yeah, oh. this is no Back to the Future for her. Um, yeah. At any rate, so she disappeared, and now, I mean, she is... I cannot... I mean, she she's just beside herself, Chloe is. Um, that leads us to plot point number four. My mm. Probably my... Technically, my favorite part of the movie for two reasons. Um, you know, pop point number four's title is Jordan Sparks was on American Idol. Um, so she on was the great. plane, yeah, on the plane, uh, we have Jordan Sparks and her character, whatever her name was, and she has her daughter, and her daughter has disappeared, her young daughter. We find out earlier, and uh, the sm- the sm- smaller person uh, made a comment about a bet that he was going to make based on the girl, Jordan Sparks' daughter, making a comment about her dad's arm being hurt. He is like an NFL player or something. But apparently there's a custody issue here. Jordan Sparks loses her mind. (laughs) I mean, She's been silent. She's been just this... She's been silent, and then all of a sudden... It's just like... "Ah!" And out a gun. And... She f- she got a gun off of the um there was a, a foreshadow earlier the there was yeah. a um air marshal on the plane who they carry a gun well he disappeared okay and his gun was just laying there she grabs the air marshal's gun at, at, I'm assuming at some point because I yes. didn't remember seeing her grab it from his stuff You're right they didn't show it but she pulls it out <laughs> and she goes you guys. You, you're all in on it. My ex-husband put you up to this. She, you, you guys helped kidnap my daughter. That's what's, that's what's happening. Yes, that Jordan Sparks. <laughs> yes, Jordan Sparks. He, he's figured out how to make like 30 people on this flight disappear <laughs> and your daughter in order to kidnap your daughter from midair. No, 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 no. Her theory was that she fell asleep and the plane landed. And he came on and got the girl, mm. and then the plane took back off without her knowing. Wow. And <laughs> well, at any was, rate, Jordan Sparks' uh, friends. I her, was I was surprised. I was expecting her to be like um, like the inspirational character. No, not as all, not like, at all though. I mean, not even she, close. That threw me. That threw me. She um holds everyone at gunpoint, Phil. <laughs> it was, and uh, and and her acting is. I'm sorry, Jordan Sparks. Ooh, yeah. we've done other American Idol oh. movies on this podcast before. So oh, which upon a star? What was it? Did you do when when from, Kelly from met Justin to Kelly? Oh, it was so did bad. Meet, yeah, you did that just, one. Yeah, from Justin to Kelly, it's so, so good. I've got an oh. idea what to expect with Jordan Sparks. Yeah, really, really good. So, who was your guest for that? Uh, the Youngsmas. Uh, they Grant, Grant and Caitlin, which Grant is like the biggest Kelly Clarkson fan you'll ever meet, and so she. Was kind of an apologist at times, but even she knew Kate, that Caitlin was. Yeah, I said, said Caitlin. Grant. I think you said Grant. Oh, I, I might have. I don't know. It's okay. Um, You're forgiven. Ka- uh, Caitlin was kind of apologizing for the movie a little bit, but even she was like smart enough to know, like, yeah, this movie is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, and so, um, but this was bad. Like, this was like Jordan Sparks has some name recognition, and uh, the blonde lady talks her down here, and also Buck. The voice of reason in this whole story is Buck. Oh, absolutely. Um, talks Jordan Sparks down. 
uh, reminds her a little bit, hey, remember, you're Jordan Sparks, you were on American Idol, and uh, you yeah. just need to calm down, remember what you did on American Idol. I can't remember your song. <laughs> Jordan Sparks, I can't remember what you actually sang, but I do know you were on American Idol, and was, we, we all know you from that, and you need to calm down. No one's taking your daughter. She just disappeared, like everyone else here, that you saw disappear as well. You were here with us when that all happened. Was she asleep, though, when everyone disappeared? Yes. That's where the That's the plot I'm missing. Yes. Jordan Sparks, you're great. Just go ahead and put the gun down. Actually, the blonde lady goes, point the gun at me. Don't point it at everybody else. Point it right at me. And so Jordan Sparks, of course, points it right at her, which is like, <laughs> this is the weirdest negotiation tactic I've ever seen in my life. Um, and she puts it down, and everything's back to normal. And Jordan Sparks goes, you know what? You're right. I was on American Idol. I'm Jordan Sparks. <laughs> We're gonna now. We're just gonna talk about time space continu- continuum next time. Next time you pan back to all of us C characters here, we'll just be talking about uh, space time <laughs> and uh, maybe an alternate reality we're in now. Uh, on the ground, Chloe is on a walkabout, trying to find herself. Yeah, she's she is. She is on a walkabout, a walkabout with a wallaby. Because she's from Australia. See what I did there? Pretty good accent. That's and see, pretty and good. she's from Australia, so she might go on a walkabout. True. All right. Um, so she, well, she finds some, herself on a bridge. But first she has to walk down some train tracks to get ready for her senior pictures. And she walks down the train tracks. They take some pictures from the distance. A song kicks in about, I'm not sure what it was from the soundtrack. Decent sound. Decent song. Yeah, decent song. She climbs the tallest bridge, probably apparently in Baton Rouge. And it's a train bridge, right? It's a train and a car bridge, and it's probably over yes. the Lake Pontchartrain, for all we know. But she climbs. Stephen, tell us a little bit about her uh, view from above. Oh, it's majestic. And she's very insightful, and in her her facial expressions are very much like, I think I want to jump off here and into the water and perish, but let me sit here and think just for a little longer. <laughs> And on the plane now, they're trying to contact her. And um, finally, Buck, sweet Buck, the phone rings, and Buck has called Chloe. Yeah, he has a satellite phone. He does have a sat phone. And calls her, and she goes, where are you at? What's happening? Well, we're on a plane, and we're uh, here's your dad. She says, he goes, Chloe, it's so good to hear you. Here's your dad. It's um, like it's really bad, Buck. <laughs> Weirdest. It's really bad segues in this movie. And then um, Buck hands it over, and um, that brings us to plot point number five. Mm-hmm. Action is spelled C H L O E. That's Chloe, if you can't spell. And K J R. Chloe has. Chloe now has new resolve, Stephen. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, she was literally talked down off the edge. She um, climbs down, mm-hmm. and it might as well have been the song from uh, Footloose, I Need a Hero. She channels Let Tom Cruise like nobody has channeled Tom she Cruise runs. in a movie. She runs like Tom Cruise. Those, that, ro- that robotic running style. That, <laughs> yeah, they, they got, they're at the same place. And, uh, <laughs> and so uh, she's running. Because she's got to get to a place to clear a landing spot for their plane. Yes, Phil. Phil's eyes bugged out of his face. I saw um, it through Skype. I saw yes. It. And, and then um, she runs and looks, and what's laying there? 
Tom Cruise's motorcycle because you know that must have been him. <laughs> he disappeared. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Never mind. I won't get into that. Sorry. It's a whole other rabbit I'm not going to chase. Um, and she gets on the motorcycle, fires it up, and takes off like a Chloe at a Baton Rouge to... I wouldn't even know how to start a motorcycle. <laughs> Me either. And they didn't really... How do, you, how do you start a motorcycle? She gets a, a kickstart on it. You have to like oh, kick, yeah. kick something and then like crank something but with your hand. Chloe right? knew how to do it. <laughs> yeah, she's I mean, It's got an ignition on it. It's just got a key. You turn the key. That's the starter. Yeah. And then you pump... And not pump it, but you kickstart it. And it, she kickstarted it took off. Hilarious. All right. Um, so anyway, she's going down the road. She gets to apparently a place where she steals a truck. Yes. The plane is still trying to find a place to land. They settle on Chloe literally taking this pickup truck and barreling through an old abandoned road or a road under construction. Like construction. Yeah, they're like yeah. it's like a construction zone on that road. But she's so clearing, she stole two vehicles. She then? she stole a yes. motorcycle and a truck. And as the train goes by, and and but these, well, she didn't really steal them because because the their owners were poof. It's, it's kind of like Walking Dead, where they're just like yeah. gone, so it's no big deal. Like it's a, yeah, it's no big deal. deal. Um, Take what you want. Or uh, Last Man on Earth. That's that's similar. Um, <laughs> they just down and disappeared on that one too. Um, so she ends up clearing out the runway for this vehicle for for the thing with this truck. She gets out. She lights a fire, right? So the plane can see. So the plane can see where to land. The landing. Yeah, and we need this. We, so the plane is running out of the plane is running out oh, of yeah, fuel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they have to land. He's he's they they've turned back around instead of going all the way to land. Well, the plane has turned around. I'm turning this plane around. If you guys, <laughs> the, the plane has turned around, <laughs> and um, but they can't land because there's all these like abandoned. Um, airplanes and whatever uh, at JFK, yes. and so they have to find a new place to land. So Chloe is saving the world by doing, or saving Chloe's the day great. by by doing this action. What she's got in her blood, she got Nick Cage. Nick Cage's DNA. I mean, he can steal a Declaration of Independence. She can help land a plane on an old abandoned road. Absolutely. So, um, is the plane he, out of fuel? Like yes. What? Okay. Of, completely out of fuel. Okay. Gotcha. He doesn't even have enough for thrusters. You, in the preview, they talked about the, uh, I don't have any elevators. I don't have any, and he's like, lists off plane jargon, which he probably owns his own plane. So he actually probably knows how to do all that stuff. <laughs> um, cause he buys everything. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Buying stuff. All right. So she lights these fires, explosion, chaos. Um, Nick Cage, just like in Con Air, what's he do? Mm. He lands that. He lands plane. that bird. We're gonna land this plane on the Vegas Strip. Only this time it's on the Baton Rouge Strip. And um, the old lady, like I said, the old lady uh, says, "Oh, we're home." <laughs> Why, lady? <laughs> like loud. Wow. Like, like in the mix down of this of, of the movie. They cranked the old lady up, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, so um, that's it. They land. Chloe saved the day. Um, they're hugging. There's a there is another running scene where Chloe runs and there's explosions around her head and she's oh yeah cool, cool guys don't look at explosions no lie Phil that really happened high praise by uh, Buck and uh, Nick Cage Buck they look as the world is burning in the distance like <laughs> yes. like Fight Club and uh, they go Buck goes. It looks like the end of the world. 
What's Chloe say, Stephen? Um, she says, "No, it's only just beginning." Or wait, or something. Yeah, that's right? exactly, no, what, exactly, that's exactly yeah. what she says. Yeah. And then what song kicks in? Crystal Lewis, the song "Left Behind" by Crystal Lewis. Now, Amanda thought, my wife thought that it was not Crystal Lewis; they thought it was somebody else. But it's a Crystal Lewis song, singing "Left Behind." Anyway. Who is Crystal Lewis? She sings. She's a Christian singer. Oh yeah. Um, okay, as I've yeah, heard she's of a Christian her. Singer. I would like to at this point. <clears throat> I know we're getting uh, at the end of our rope here, but I'd like to read uh, my favorite um, uh, review oh, of the movie. Yes. Just one line. This will probably encapsulate everything. <laughs> <clears throat> Yea, verily, like unto a plague of locusts, left behind hath begat a further scourge of devastation upon Nicolas Cage's once proud filmography. Oh, <laughs> Cage. <laughs> Oh, Cage, we love thee. Let me count the ways. So that was it. Um, Steven, oh, man. why don't you rattle me off some goods? What are some goods about this movie? Some goods? Um, let me think here. Uh, what are some goods? I think uh, it gave... I don't know, I think it's always, it's, it's always a good thing to try to put... Um, Get a, a a Christian story into yeah, mainstream, agreed. agreed. Um, kind of silver screen media. I think that's so, always a a. a, a I, I applaud that to be represented. A, it's good to be yes. represented. Um, yeah, and not some not not to be treated as like a pariah or something like that. Yeah, it's maybe a little harsh. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, what about you? I can and I can name oh, another my one. My good. Uh, well, you're going to do bads after this. Um, okay. My goods for this um, was uh, laughing a lot. I enjoyed laughing at this movie, <laughs> and because it was just really poor thing. Chloe, seriously, woof, woof, <laughs> and not not woof like I'm being critical of how she looks because she's not. She's obviously an actress and an attractive person, yeah. but her acting. Left a lot to be desired, but I enjoyed watching the chaos. What's a bad then? Um. Well, um, the uh, most of the movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, Cam- no, no, Kirk Cameron. Probably my, um, uh, my, um. Honestly, you you hit on it at the beginning. Like one of the worst things is I don't think they figured out how to portray uh, faith or Christianity in any. I, like I just couldn't. They don't think they figured out the angle. I don't think, and, and so it just you just never like the lady through the you know beating Chad Michael Murray over the head with a Bible. Oh, I know. Um in that first airport scene. That you just never had a sense of what they were trying to like was there a message? Uh and the other thing um was uh, honestly the I hate just in general in in all films uh when like relationships when they when they when they cram together a relationship that feels forced like with mm-hmm. with chloe and buck, buck. that was awful it was buck. awful <laughs> it was bad 
Jordan they, Sparks they bonded was over bad. A cup of Starbucks coffee. What's that? They bonded over a cup of Starbucks. I know, Buck. He's Starbuck. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> Jordan Sparks bad. And I mean, I just I couldn't yeah. believe that. Like, why wouldn't you give her some softball stuff? She's not an actress. She's a singer. So why wouldn't you give her some softball? Normally in these roles, they give the Jordan Sparks a literal singing role. And they go, oh, you know, be a singer. Because that's what you are. You're a singer. Don't go, here's a gun. Uh, now act like you're homicidal. And you, you, have, you think everyone has kidnapped your daughter. And there's some crazy plot. Weird. Wow. Anyway, uh, you so, know what? Uh, one of my other goods was What's I loved the, like, the the little man. I oh, thought he was hilarious. Yeah, and he represented things he, well. And it wasn't like a. It was, wasn't camp. He was like he was like the most real actor in the. the I, I, I I loved. I thought he he stole every scene he was in. And and they could have had him more. And it was almost like um. You know he was Peter, great. You know how Peter Dinklage is in um, yeah. Game of Thrones. Like he didn't like they didn't lean on the fact that like, some comedy camp thing, and it was good. It was good. They didn't make fun I of like, him. I, I didn't yeah, feel like no, they made fun of you're him. Right. Yeah, which I like that. I like that they didn't do that. Um, okay, rate this movie one to five. One being bad, five horribles being, I mean, just I, I mean, eyes melting. <laughs> Temple of Doom or no Raiders of the Lost Ark level, like just <laughs> melting. <sighs> Okay, so I, only because I've seen, I've I have seen films worse than this. Okay, uh, there's a Devin Sawa movie called Evil Hands or something. Um, the Hands of Satan or the Touch of Satan? No, I can't. I, that I, and I'm I'm giving this movie a I'm giving this movie a four. Ooh, yes, yeah. I'm gonna go with a very a very Firm four. I can't quite go to five because yeah, there's got to be something worse. But you're just, man. And, and it's not even the content. I always thought those books would actually be a kind of a cool movie. Yeah. But, but do it I, right. I've read the first one. I think maybe read the, the first two. And I always felt this could be a done as a movie if they did it right. But man, they just go, oh, anyway. Um, Steven. Here's what I'm going to tell you, brother. All right. Um, thanks for coming on. You stick around, okay? Um, this is the end of this part. If you want a little more, make sure you subscribe and download this podcast um, yeah. for a little more with Steven and myself. But for now, we're going to sign off. And, guys, thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you next time on the Horror Movie Podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Follow us uh, on Facebook. We're at One Horror Movie on Twitter. Facebook, like our Facebook page. And uh, yeah, Stephen, you're on Twitter. Quickly, I am. Yeah, at sep at se proto martyr. There you go. That's me at se proto martyr. Twitter, and you're on WebMD, guys. Thanks for I tuning am. in. And Stephen, stick around. I got more with Stephen. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. And see you next time on the Horror Movie Podcast. See you later. Bye. Bye. All right. So, Stephen, okay. yep. what – well, you tell me this one. What have you been into lately? What's something you've been into lately? Book, uh, movie, 
video. I'm not sure. You don't really play video games, do you? I'm not. I'm not a gamer. That's okay. No, um, not a gamer. Anything. I. It I, could be I anything. You know, I would. If somebody gave me that new NES, uh, new slash old NES console with 30 games built in mm-hmm. for Christmas, I would be excited. But no, um, I'm not a gamer. Have you kid, seen people selling that thing on eBay? Oh, it's like thousands. I, yeah, I mean, some people have. I I think like kind of like the median price is about 300. That, wow. That, it, I mean, if you got it in the store, if you were lucky to get it on day one. It was sixty bucks. It was fifty nine ninety nine. People are selling it for like six times that on eBay. Wow, it's unbelievable. We went into uh, Toys R Us and we were in Memphis, and we went into Toys R Us like a couple days after it went came out, and they said they only got six. Yeah. Of the Toys R Us we went to, we we only got we only, we we were only given six of them. Oh they, my god! They didn't gosh. make it. Like, like I I don't know if they thought. Well, we don't want to just make a crud ton of these. They do, they're they don't have enough produced. No, they're they sold could, out no. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and, and they didn't produce that many as many as I think you normally would because they didn't know. They but didn't Nintendo, know. Nintendo they is starting know. to finally kind of recoup, like re kind of get some momentum going, and like the um, that Nintendo Switch is going to be. I think. I think. Yeah, I listened to your guys. I listened to your guest appearance on was it synth pop? What is it? Sift pop. Sift pop. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. And you, uh, that was the first time on that podcast that you, I think, were a guest on. That was the first time I heard anything about Nintendo Switch. And it's pretty. They cool. talked about it. Have you seen? Did you watch the YouTube video after that? I went. I went. I, I was in my car when I listened to the podcast, oh, and like so, when I immediately I got home and went, went to my computer and yeah. looked up the video. It's cool. What's it? It does look. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. cool. Um. Yeah. Uh. So what? Are, well, it's fall, and I, I love fall sports. Um, yeah. Last week, I went with my father to watch the very first. I've, I've never seen a high school state championship game. We oh, went and watched. Yeah, it was, it was in Springfield. Yeah, we watched. Yeah, we, that the Show Me Bowl was played in. Uh, it was Lamar and Trinity Catholic. Uh, yeah, the class it two Catholic, state. Yeah. It was a. It was a great game. Yeah. Trinity Catholic. It was just a great high school football game. One of the probably the best high school football game I've ever seen. I'm not uh, kidding. It was just a great game. So, but what I spend my, what I spend my. Uh, um, my weekends doing hanging out with the with my with my girls i've got got a wife and two little girls she's one's five one's two and a half um and i have a chair i have a game chair that sits low to the ground so i can watch two things usually i'm watching college football (laughs) and or i'm watching premier league soccer on nbc sports and then i can hang out with my with my girls um on the floor and play with them and and do things like that but i'm a huge premier league soccer fan so that's, and I don't know how many guests you've had on the podcast that are Premier League fans. Shane Kennard, who I don't know if you've have you met. You met I don't, Shane. Shane um, is a. He's oh, a, he's he's, he's a professional ref. ref. Yeah, he's a professional. He's ref. the ref guy. Yeah, you yeah. told me this. And and he's he like did, working his. He's it? like he's refereeing like big was, time games, right? Yeah, he was on, uh, and I always say that the he was on ESPN two this summer. Yeah, he's been on there twice. The yeah. show. The. <laughs> that's ESPN eight um, from basketball. No, that's no, from, that's um, uh, dodgeball. Dodgeball. Anyway, um, but no, he's been on that. He's been and he's been. Right, you tell me that he's done a lot of D one soccer. He's done a lot of uh, developmental league soccer. But he's done. He did Damn, that. It was, I need to Ro- hang. it was Roma and Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. That he he got to do that game. In, oh, because they, they, they were doing like their, their exhibition games in the yep. states, right? Yeah, it was yeah. at Bush. And it was it at Bush? Bush. Yeah, it was at Bush. It's pretty awesome. Like, and that crowd, that is like, awesome. it was a massive crowd. 
And we were we watched it. We watched it actually at, here in Republic. We watched it at Bears in Republic. That was probably like a life highlight for him. Oh yeah, I we were asking him like, did you look around? He's like, I really tried to really focus. He's like, he refused. For him, yeah, because for him everything's and and this I understand this like everything's kind of an audition. Like when you get to that level, and it's not like they're like, hey, come do this for fun because you know we just want. It's like it's a business and absolutely you're either doing it as a professional and. There you go. So he uh, he said by the end, like the last in the la- in the last period. Am I saying that right? Soccer, uh, soccer. Well, no, it's it's halves. They do halves, but yeah. uh, but in the final one, he said he finally kind of looked around a little bit just to take it in because he knew he needed to take it in a little bit. The waning minutes, and it was just like massive amount of people. But yeah, it just set in like the you know the seriousness, the weight of that moment. Kinda yeah. Set in. Yeah. Absolutely. That's. I used to do some refing. I'd like ref like under ten rec league games, <laughs> but that's about that's, <laughs> well, that's about similar. The of my... <laughs> it's similar. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, have you got that's, to so watch? Not, not as many red cards, probably. No. No. Thankfully, <laughs> now, being in Louisville, have you got to watch uh, Lamar Jackson that's, this year? It's a great question. No, I've got a friend who. No, I didn't get to any of the Lamarvelous action Jackson. I mean, he's only nineteen years Jackson. old, so. He he'll be. I mean, I'll get. Hopefully, I'll get to see him next year. I um I got a friend who's in the sports administration program at Louisville, and oh, so cool. he's. I get tickets to like Louisville soccer and Louisville basketball, but football was just tough to get tickets to. Oh, I bet. So no, didn't see him. Is he didn't a- see him. Went to a Louisville game last year. They played when they played Virginia, but um he wasn't he wasn't the QB at that point. Is he a f- uh, freshman or sophomore? He's a sophomore. Yeah, Man, so he's got two more years. Yeah. Yeah, or at least one. Yeah, he'll probably just do one, depending on how next year goes, because he yeah. you can leave once you're, after your junior year. Uh, well, he's just so athletic. So like, he would just, just get around. He'd play one more year and then just get drafted. Probably. Oh yeah, I he's get a little bigger. He's a little thin, isn't he? Yeah, he's 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 lean. Um, I love uh, Louisville's uniforms. Um, I love their chromed helmets oh yeah well there it's funny right we talk, I talk my friend who's in the sports admin program we talk about this all the time um they're uh they are uh, they're an adidas school and they're 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 adidas is number one school now oh wow uh, yeah so i mean you know like so adidas says and i think and i think i'm with you i think their uniforms are are sharp they look good yeah. uh and it's kind of funny because um Petrino, um, <laughs> being their coach is so funny to me because, you know, he left and then it's like the program. Uh, they had Charlie Strong though, and th- he was good. They did. Um, yeah, I bet Charlie Strong wishes he never would have left Louisville, but um, yeah, yep. probably. At this point, yeah, I don't know then, where Charlie's headed, but um, he'll get a good job probably yep. somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah I was. No, in, he, uh, there's fun. an Arby's near campus. Uh, I was doing like a continuing ed course this summer. And got I went to an Arby's at lunch, and I looked behind me, and oh, there's Bobby Petrino. Yes, right at Arby's. <laughs> at Arby's. Yep. <laughs> at Arby's. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I guess he eat at Arby's. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Even coaches eat at Arby's. Yeah. Jack. Even now, here's the thing about Bobby Petrino has always proven wherever he goes, he will win. Like he's proven. Yeah. That. I mean, he wanted. He wanted Arkansas, and if it weren't for his off the field antics, he'd you know he'd probably still would have been there. 
He did have a few off the field he's antics. Got some, yeah, he just can't. Uh, anyway, I won't get into too great a detail, but yeah, probably, issues, yeah, motorcycle accident, and everything else. But um, anyway, anyway, um, cool man, cool. Uh, what's the best? What's the what's your favorite place to eat at in Louisville? Oh, well, of all we places, just, favorite place to eat. Like when you think I want to go to one place, favorite place, not any specific thing. Favorite place to eat? So we went tonight, just tonight. The fan, I, I got off work a little early today. I was doing something different. And we went to this pizza place called Boomba's Pizza. And they were featured on the Food Network and things like that. It's like our go-to place. That's awesome. As a family. And the wife and I will get a couple brewskis. Mm-hmm. And um, they have this amazing pizza called the Pollo Tate. It's like potatoes and chicken and it's awesome that does sound good it's so good (laughs) yeah it's so good yeah Um, and so that's like our that's our go-to place that's like um uh so i'd I'd probably say boombas cool yeah um have you had any fried chicken while you're there yeah i i've i've so there's a there's a place about 20 miles from louisville which is called Gloria Jean's Dinner House. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and she was the wife of Colonel Sanders. And it's not the original KFC, but it's like a, it's like their, it's more like they, home style, family style place. Like. It's in Shelbyville, Kentucky. Okay. And I've had chicken, I've had fried chicken there. Good. Yes. Very. Um, and like the best rolls I've ever had in my life. Really? Yes. Cool. Yeah. Better than like a California roll or different than California? Oh, never mind. Right. <laughs> um, no, I, they didn't have sushi there, actually. They don't have sushi. Do you ask no. them if they have sushi? No. Where do you have sushi? Where's your favorite place to eat in, uh, in the old Springfield area, guys? Um, I still really like Springfield Brewing Company. I oh, still yeah. really like it um, because you know what you're going to get real consistent. Um, let me think of new places um, that I've been lately. Um, you put me on the spot. How dare you? This is my podcast. I'm sorry. This is my podcast. This is mine. <laughs> I, I, I like uh we've been to Hoolahan's a couple times that I've really liked it. Um I like the atmosphere in there, it's kinda of fun. Oh, it's a good place. Yeah. Absolutely. Um yeah. let's see, what else? If you're looking for just like a, a local dive type of place, like not fine dining in any way, shape, That's or like form. Grad school. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. I'm gonna oh, say. yeah. Grad school's good. Grad school's my number one. I haven't been there yet. I know exactly what you're talking It's right there. Yeah, I know where it is. It's, it's the ultimate. Right? Yeah, it's it's right on Jefferson. Um, it's, it is the ultimate greasy spoon uh, type of place. It's uh, The burgers are just primo, and they're huge. Um, the cheese on them is, like, really unique. I don't know what kind of cheese they put on it. Um, Provel. Probably Provel. Yeah. Oh, it's, like it's, Emo's style. Probably like Provel. It's kind of like a like a more of a bitter kind of cheese, um, but it really like I don't know. It just is, it's it, good. It accommodates the flavor of the the burger pretty well, and it's just like everything but the kitchen sink is on it, um, and their fries are like really good. Their fries They're, are everything's just like. I mean, it's they put it on like the messiest, nastiest grill mm-hmm. that you've ever seen, and it tastes like heaven in your mm-hmm. mouth. Some of that, it's, yeah. some of that it's just there's nothing better. Um, yeah, it's awesome. What was the name of that place? We talked about you talked about grill. It made me think of uh, when we went to Memphis a while back. Um, uh, is it Dryers Burgers that uses the same grease and has been has used the same grease? Um, for oh, they like, just recycled it for like 20, 30 years uh, or like, something like, like that? 50 years or whatever or more. Okay, I, I know what you're it. talking about. Um, I've heard of that, <laughs> which sounds 
terrible. It, but it, the boy, they know, it here's like, and I can end on this. Oh, um, if we're, if we're going. Our neighbor, mm-hmm. our neighbor started a Dyers is what it's called. A he's like a like a little business called Fresh Fry, I think. Uh-huh. And it's this it's this pod that you can put in cooking oil mm-hmm. at restaurants. Mm-hmm. And what are you guys looking at? I'm looking at Dyers. No, continue. Uh, Tell me this pod. Um, you could put in cooking oil, and it like pulls out all the the whatever the impurities, the infil- the infiltrates, or I don't know what the word is, but and it like it lengthens the, the amount of time that your that like your oil can sit in in like in a machine, and uh-huh. you can use it for cooking. Um, and so instead of having to like go through lots of oil right. and and then have to and, get, anyway, and then have yeah, to get rid of the pressed, oil, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and so, I think the University of Louisville and all their sporting uh, venues are using them now, and um, probably some restaurants in town. Anyway, yeah, just guy right over there, um, kind of cool, huh? I mean, yeah, who, I never even think of that. <laughs> well, but that's what um, that's what that's what you do to uh, make your mark. You come up with something yeah. that no one would ever think of, yeah, like cool. at Dyer's Burger. Uh, their tagline is taste the history because they opened they opened in 1912 wow that's that place on beale that we went to right yeah and uh it was good legend has it that the secret was doc dyer's ageless cooking grease this famous grease strained daily has continued to produce juicy burgers at dyer's for almost a century that sounds nasty but it actually is really good it's a good burger right there yeah Burger. That's like um, that's like reminds me of like how you make uh, Amish friendship bread. Like there's like a starter piece that existed. Oh, like Panera, like Panera's idea forever of, ago. Yeah, the, or like kombucha. Do you guys know about kombucha? There's like a watch your mouth, like a, sir. Like there's like a little um, what's it called? You literally grow yeast a creature inside this it's like and it ferments the juice but you can't feed them after midnight or get them wet <laughs> no i'm not kidding this is the weirdest thing after this just google kombucha making it'll kombucha. it'll just weird you out that um, is weird because literally there's like a there's Be like a googling that i know called? and like you have to pass on it's like this it's like this create this growing organism <laughs> that grows inside of your the, body and takes over your in, brain <laughs> you know, or inside the container and you have to like it, it and it grows a new one and you you take the old one and you give it to somebody so they can make kombucha oh. or you can make another like uh i don't know whatever another serving of kombucha it's it's the weirdest is thing there a, is there a vhs you have to watch and you have to force someone else to watch too or you die <laughs> This doesn't sound good. Com- kombucha, <laughs> yeah. C A N and then bucha. K. It's very like very K A N kombucha. B U yeah kombucha. It's like a fermented juice drink. It's like a fermented tea. I think is probably That's so what. weird. I don't. I'm scared to even look at it. There's like it, it has a name. Um, so it this, it is is it the the creature. So it this, has a name. This an, animal like that grows you, an organism that grows in within the the fermented. Can bucha drinks? No. Yeah. What is it? It's a scoby. A scoby. That's what it is. A scoby. scoby. It's like this. I'm so. So the, you, this you, animal that you put in your food has a child, and then you give that child to another person. That's it. And that child grows, ferments more kombucha. 
I'm not I think you're making this up, man. Thing. No, read about oh, it. Help us, kombucha. <laughs> I see a kombucha. Now, a kombucha? Oh, it's kombucha. Can? I don't know anymore. I'm going to Google kombucha. Scoby. Scoby, dude. S-C-O-B-E-E. No, nope, that's not it. E-E? That's giving me lots of names of... I don't know, man. I think you're making this crud up. Okay. Oh, S-C-O-B-Y. S-C-O-B-Y. Scoby? Scoby-Doo? No, that's Scoby. Scoby-Kombucha. Yeah. That is weird. How to make your own kombucha, Scoby. please. I'm telling you. Symbiotic. I just read symbiotic culture. So it's a drink. It's a liquid, right? Yeah, it's a liquid. You drink it. Yeah, I've drunk it. Sarah's made it here at the house. What's it make know. you make you jump higher or what's, what's kombucha is produced by fermenting tea using a symbiotic colony of bacteria and yeast known as a SCOBY, and that's the acronym. I didn't even know that's a SCOBY for symbiotic colony of bacteria and yeast. Actual contributing my, microbial populations in SCOBY cultures vary. Anyway, you grow you grow this colony of bacteria and yeast, and it ferments your tea, and um, and then you pass it on. Wow. It's got a lot of wide-ranging health claims, too. Yeah. I mean, lots of... And there's potential very, for harm, harm the preparation. Very... <laughs> <laughs> you think? It's a possibility. How many sea monkeys do you have to put in this thing mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to get it to... I am telling you, the, it is the weirdest thing. When Sarah, she took it, the scoby, she put it in, and she like grew it for like a week. Yeah, I and see then the, ugh, she un- she, and she like undid like the saran wrap that was like keeping all of everything in there, and there was a new scoby that had grown. Oh my gosh! It's the weirdest. I'm telling you. Oh my gosh! Anyway. You guys are into some oh. weird stuff out there in kombucha, Kentucky, <laughs> Louisville. You know, it originated in what is now Manchuria around 220 BC, and is said to have been imported to Japan around 400 CE, current era, by. A physician, Kombu. Oh, um, yeah. Who I name. see him. He's a great doctor. Kombu is the oh. best doctor. Uh, <laughs> drinks com- consumed similar drink consumed in East Russia as early as 1900, which is a big dis- difference between 400. Look, I have a friend. I have a friend. He kombucha. and his wife make kombucha in Springfield. If you guys want to get some, they I'm have their good. Own kombucha, I, I'm good, man. I'm good. <laughs> Unless it's I'm not of, a big fan of it either because I don't like the. What's it? Fermented. Possible death from What's it taste it? like? I mean, does it just taste like an alcoholic drink or it tastes a little it's a it's bubbly, so you've got some carbonation in it because the fermenting creates carbonation and it tastes like a slightly sour, like and you can flavor it with certain types of fruit. So we usually Sarah would flavor it with like raspberries. So she would it would be like a raspberry sour raspberry bubbly tea. It's kind of what it tastes okay. like. Wow. I got yeah, mucha, right. baby. Oh, come on, there you go. Today is kombucha. Oh, kombucha. You and me, kombucha. Kombucha. Wow. Kombucha. Well. Kombucha. Break a leg. It's, uh. God bless you, half Japanese. It's tomorrow girl. here. <laughs> It's tomorrow. Is here. it really? Oh, bedtime for yeah, Bonzo. Tomorrow. Okay. No, it's okay. I mean, this is my normal um, bedtime. I'll tell you what. Just leave leave your computer on. Go ahead and fall asleep right there. We'll just continue. <laughs> this is an all-night podcast. We're going to keep talking. <laughs> all you night should, We should do it. You should do like a 24-hour pod 
marathon where well, you have like multiple people. <laughs> well, we need to do a live um, a live stream, and we need to do a uh, what's it called? What does Aaron Aaron do on his? He does like a live chat on his show. What's, yeah, a live chat, but then it's like on Mixler. Mixler. We need to get on Mixler, and we need to do it just live broadcast. We'll just do it for like ten hours, and then we'll break it up into like. We'll break it up into 10 episodes and <laughs> 10 weeks of this horrible <laughs> live. I mean, it was like whatever downloads we did have before, it would be gone by the time you're like, oh, this is bad. Anyway, Stephen, thanks for coming on, buddy. Absolutely. The, the, Always the, fun. The only user name that we're going to have in that chat session is going to be SE Protomartyr. <laughs> we're live. I'm going to keep tweeting out, we're live. We're live. Here's a picture of some food. See my picture of the sandwich I made? Yeah, I took a picture and put it on Twitter. <laughs> there it is, man. I'm taking We're... pictures of food. Look at that sandwich. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. All right, guys. All right, buddy. Well, um, hey, I'm so glad you're on WebMD, man. So are you making a lot of money off that? Yeah, every time somebody clicks on it and looks. So I just got five cents for every view, every page view. <laughs> So how many times did you click on oh, it? Oh, I was gonna keep clicking on it now. Oh, that's why I've got your picture yeah, it's right just here. Yeah, like Spotify. You're trying to yeah. you're trying to uh, save this woman from vertigo, man. <laughs> this lady and her vertigo. Yeah. You fixed it. I literally actually st- I stopped working like three months ago because the royalties coming in off of it are just. <laughs> you're living yeah. you're living a dream life yeah. now, man. Yeah. <laughs> but I've got a podcast you can invest in, so there's lots of money in it. Trust me, we're yeah. rolling in it. So all right. Well, Phil, uh, Jack, thanks guys. It's been fun. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. You rock. That's great. I was looking. I don't use Skype ever, and the last time I used it was January of last year to, or actually of this year to, yeah. do this. So we should probably do it more often than every ten months. No, I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I I like Skype a lot just because you can just we could just actually see each other and talk. Just hang out. Yeah, yeah, me too. You know, absolutely. It's cool, man. Well, well, maybe next time I'll have I can work on my yeah, get my my beard on. Man, that's oh yeah, it's wow. Long. It's long. Wow, look at that. It's gross. Not that look gross. There's a lot of food trapped into that. No, I I mean I, I'm really I'm very on it. It's very soft. It's have Miller soft. pick it out after dinner. Pick out your food. <laughs> I found make. a grilled cheese in there. He's actually growing a couple of kombucha organisms in mm-hmm. it right now. <laughs> one here's one and then it started this one. So kombucha. <laughs> kombucha. Where you going, kombucha? Don't give up on me, kombucha. Kombucha. I didn't know about kombucha until now. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. Stevie Ray, you rock, man. Thanks for coming on. Peace. Happy holidays, guys. Be safe. Peace out, dude. Bye. Bye.